You're listening to Blood and Steel, a Guild 9 Gaming podcast exploring the shadow of the Demon Lord tabletop RPG. Check us out at guild9gaming.com. Alright, welcome back to Blood and Steel. I am your host, Justin, and I'm here with my master of illusion, Jason. How's it going? Today we are going to pick up where we left off with some of our... Uh, novice paths and touch on magician a little bit but we recognize that we've talked a little bit about magicians when we were doing our primal magic and so we're mm. only going to kind of hit the highlights here and we want to move on to the expert path wizard yeah yep so let's review uh let's review real quick the magician and some of the special things about it so the, the the big thing with the magician obviously is uh, you're sacrificing brains for uh, brawn, right? Uh, you're not going to be getting a lot of health bonuses. You're not going to be getting a well, lot. Well, the of... opposite, right? You're sacrificing brawn for brains. Dang it! I knew it. As soon <laughs> as I said that, I knew I screwed well, it up. Well, someone's not a magician. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not very brawny either. <laughs> Okay. So yeah, you're sacrificing brawn for brains. You, uh, you know, you're you're not like upping your health a lot. So when you go mm -hmm. from like a level one magician to a level two to a level three, like you're gaining like two health. Whereas like your fighter or your warrior, you're getting like five. Yeah, even a priest is getting four. Yeah. So you're you're kind of a a little bit of a weakling, but. Um, Level one, you start out with power plus one, which is the only other one is a priest, right? Which there's only four novice mm -hmm. paths uh, mm -hmm. in the core rule book. So you're getting power level one. Um, but uh, the cool thing about the magician, and this is the biggest thing, is that normally whenever you learn magic, you automatically learn a level spell cantrip with that tradition, right? Whenever you learn a tradition, you get a level zero. With a magician, you get an extra rank zero spell. Yep, that's the so the, in this game system, it's called the cantrip, right? Yeah. So you that's get the talent. you get yeah, that's the that's the talent. So that's and that man, you would not believe how fast your spell repertoire just grows with that cantrip thing. Which is kind of a big deal because, like in D and D, when you're talking about spell slots and things like that, right? Um, big deal you learn a little extra spell i still only have a certain amount of spells i can cast per, per day right but in shout of the demon lord it's castings per spell which is actually kind of a big deal especially once you start getting to like level two or three power yeah um, definitely. you know you start getting a lot more castings of that of that little spell you know that you learn for free if and if you think about you know with with when you start a magic path uh, you typically discover a tradition, but when you start your first level, um, you discover multi You can do multiple traditions. Um, and for example, with with the magician, you can make three. You discover one tradition, then make three choices. For each choice, you either discover another tradition or learn a spell. So let's think about this. Remember, in this game, whenever you learn a tradition, you automatically learn a rank zero spell from that tradition. But because you have cantrip, as a magician, you're learning two rank zero spells. Right. As a level one magician, you are discovering four traditions, which means you automatically are hitting your spell book with eight spells, eight unique spells. Right. And that's if you, you want. I mean, obviously, that's if you want four traditions. If you want, if you want to maximize spell diversity. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, you, can, you can choose you can, to just, yeah, yeah, go ahead. 
Or I was gonna say, yeah, you could just you could just get another level one right. or a different right. level zero or whatever. But yeah, absolutely. I mean, maximizing your diversity on the traditions. I mean, that's eight spells out of the gate. Mm-hmm. Yep. At level one. And it's not eight castings. That's eight unique spells, right? You right. get multiple castings of those spells. So you're casting a lot as a magician up front. Like f- freaking Harry Potter out there. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. So you got so... a little picture of a wooden wand in the in the core rule book. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Actually, I just saw that and thought of it. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, when you hit level two, again, you just up your health by two, not a big deal, but you get to make two choices, which is again, choose another tradition or learn a spell. So right there, I mean, you, I, I don't see somebody taking six traditions. That seems a little excessive. It right? does. You're kind of spreading yourself thin. And the problem is, is you, you're only stuck with level zero spells. You're going to need to up those if you want to unlock the, the nice goodness of some of the. Yeah, tradition. I mean, I mean, unless you're uh, you're gonna benefit from the beauty of this game system, and your plan was all along was to start as a level one magician to get a bunch of little tiny spells that can help you out, and then as your next as your next path, when you do your expert path, you do something a little more combat focused. Yeah, that's true. You know, you can do that. Then you've got a bunch of little like utility spells you could cast all over the place while you're in maybe a berserker or something. That's a really good point. I've never really thought about going from like magician to fighter. It would know? be pretty. It would that would be pretty awesome. I mean, think about it. If you plan that out, do a magician. Do uh, get eight level, get eight rank zero spells under your belt, and they're all utility stuff just to help you out. Like and then, a bunch you know, of buffs. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you get your expert path, you go berserker. And remember, you keep you keep the benefits of the levels. Uh, in all of your paths, so you'll still take you'll still take the level three. Uh, is it level three? Uh, yeah, level five. Level two. Sorry, you'll yeah, still take two. the level two update, the level five update, and the level eight update in magician. But maybe you actually do your core focus on the berserker path, the level three berserker. Now you're getting the health plus six at level right. three, level six, and level nine. So you could really diversify your character. Man, you pair that in the end with the expert path of like uh, the battle mage. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, suddenly you've got a nice magic fighter. I, you know, I, I don't think I'd ever consider that. It's a really cool uh, pathway. A lot yeah, of people, there's so much. A lot of people, yeah, a lot of people go like uh, uh, warrior and then wizard or something like that if they want to do magic or like spellbinder right. or something. Yeah, there, there's so much ability to diversify a character in this game. It's just really awesome. One thing I do like at level two with the magician is the spell recovery. It's kind of like the shared healing from a priest in a sense, which is you use an action to heal damage equal to your healing rate. But then you, instead of healing somebody else like a priest does, you actually gain one casting of the spell you uh, have learned, right? So that that's kind of handy at lower levels, but it's really handy at upper levels when you're casting like level four, level five uh, spells. Yeah. Seriously. Gosh. You know? So, I mean, you, you cast one that does like 10 D six damage, for example, and then your next action is to do spell recovery and boom, you can cast that sucker again. Yep. Now it isn't, it does use an action. So, uh, right. You have to plan your, plan your thing out a little bit. Are you going to mm-hmm. do that? Yep. 
And this is only usable once until you complete a rest. I mean, it's a, you know, once per rest kind of thing. But still, pretty pretty awesome if you plan it well. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I do like at level 5, when you get up there um, with your path, uh, you get what's called Counterspell. And so um, when, you know, this is like true Harry Potter, like wizard duel stuff, right? When a creature you can see attacks you with a spell, you can use a triggered action to counter it. So, um, which is kind of cool that really what it does is you say like, I'm countering that. And so then the, the creature that's making the attack roll has to do it with a bane. And then you can also choose to resist it with a boon if it's like a you know resist spell or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So good stuff, man. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to the magician um, beyond kind of what we just talked about. I mean, you just, you get the you get the impression, right? It's just it's a guy who can really gather a lot of spells under his belt uh, and uh, has the ability to regain some castings. Uh, L- let me ask you this though, real quick, like role playing a magician, right? Um, first off, where would you, where would you dump your stats into a magician? Well, it depends on the traditions you're going to take. Uh, most, most, uh, spells, traditions in this game are either willpower or intellect. Yeah. So, you, you don't ever see a strength casting of a spell. No, no. <laughs> um, so really, <laughs> I guess you could try to do that, but yeah, willpower, intellect, depending on the tradition. So get a feel for what kind of traditions you want and, um, see which which uh and really what you do is you look at the tradition and you look at the spells and you see what are the challenge roles that they use well you know this one spell says use a will do a will do a will attack against okay i know i need better willpower to be able to cast that spell that kind of stuff yeah i have greater chance of it succeeding so in terms of okay so you let's say that i um am focusing on intellect type spells you know like maybe illusion maybe Mm -hmm. uh um, I don't know, time, something like that. Uh, so I've got high will, decent, or sorry, high intellect, decent will, lower strength, okay agility. Uh, how, how do you role play that based on your stats? I mean, how do you, you've kind of just described just a standard like scrawny wizard, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, how you role play I mean, I mean he's smart to you, though, not... too, right? Like he's smart, so he's probably going to be the brains of your, of the operation in a sense. Well, and remember, it's the stats are not necessarily what dictate how you role play. It's also all of the personality tables, um, and your so, professions, and, and your like professions. That. Yeah, exactly. So I would say that the stats actually don't have a big impact on how you role play the personality of your character. More so is if you rolled it via the tables, it's going to be the personality uh, traits from the tables that you rolled that would help me uh, roll on my table. Now I may be like, all right, he's a scrawny guy, so yeah. in in social situations he may that may account for that. When he gets mad, I might say, you know, I get mad and I, I grab the table and try to throw it, and I end up pulling <laughs> pulling my you know bicep or muscle or something and grab it in pain or something my stupid tendon. like that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but. And, uh, I'm and, so I mean, angry. The thing too is that when I'm creating a wizard, like I, I don't know if I'm going to create like w- him with the profession of a grave digger, right? Like I'm going to think scholar. I'm going to think, I don't know. That's just me. Maybe he was well, a grave digger at one point and decided, you know, my life's got to change. 
I can't keep yeah. doing this midnight shift thing. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much better things out there. Well, and the, and also when you, you know, the when you when you start a magician, you gain a you gain an academic area of knowledge. Uh, so it kind of derives it kind of drives your professions a little bit towards right. that area. But right. you know, that's the beauty of this game is the world is corrupt, people are corrupt. Um, everything about you can be corrupt. So you could be a scrawny, you could be a scrawny guy that doesn't know that he's scrawny and thinks he's a big, you know, hulking mass and acts like that in front of everybody. And that could be fun role play. Absolutely. So once you, once you're, you know, you've gotten to level three, you've been playing your magician for a little bit, you've got a couple of magic options that you can go into. You can become a sorcerer, you can become a witch, or you can become a wizard. And um, we'll get to the sorcerer and the witch and kind of their pros and cons. But today we wanted to talk a little bit about the wizard. Right. And honestly, there's probably even more options than that. That's true. Um, yeah, we're just talking yeah. core rule book here. Yeah. Well, and so as just a side real quick, if you really want to find out what are, what are some of the things I can do, if you go to schwabentertainment.com, um, I'm just going to click it right now. Go to uh, products, Shadow the Demon Lord. Um, actually, you don't even need to do that. If you go up the top, you see products. At the very uh, right next to contact us is play aids. And under that, yeah. there's a reference table. And these reference tables uh, have really upgraded and been pretty nice now. And there's three tables down. There's one called paths. And you can just scroll through that table and see all the paths. And it tells you what source book specifically those paths are touched on in yeah. uh, for example um sage is in the demon lord companion book um right. element elementalist is in the demon lord companion um we find another obscure one uh maybe not obscure but um let's see okay spell weaver is in terrible beauty so yeah. you can kind of scroll through that and think, hey, that sounds interesting. It's a master path, Spellweaver. I've hit, I've hit level three, a master now. Let's go uh, try something else. Or, or wait, is level three expert? I can't remember. Yeah, level three is expert. Expert, yeah. So anyways, uh, you can kind of go through and look at those uh, look at those things. There's lots of different paths in this game. There are lots, tons and tons of different uh, character customizations. So, so don't feel like you got to stick with the core rulebook because there's lots of good stuff out there. Yeah, I think that the the only thing that has not been expanded are your novice paths. There's four, and I and I like that because it's simple. It gets people in the right direction, and then once they get a feel of the game, they can just I mean break out from there. There's a ton once they get past that. You know, there's other magician things. There's pa- sorry, there's paladin in the core rule book, and there's also warlock, and druid, and cleric. Oh my gosh, there's tons of magic. I don't know what I'm yeah. thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, that's okay. That's okay. So sorry, you fans out there who were like outraged before. I think I got you. So <laughs> yeah, what's he talking about? He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Wouldn't be the yeah. first time. <laughs> no, there's also lots of other uh, novice paths, um, but most of them, I would say, based on what you know, you said is there's kind of the four basic: magician, priest, rogue, warrior, and all of the other novice paths that are kind of in the supplements and stuff. They're really just kind of like. They're kind of derivatives of those four. At least I I would kind of say my opinion. They're kind of derivatives of those four. Um, So, yeah, that's the general idea. So, uh, bringing it back to the wizard. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we we wanted to talk about wizard today. We'll hit a lot of these other paths later, um, but we wanted to get into the wizard today. So, what would make you want to play wizard? Okay, so there's something I really like about the wizard, and that is he spell casts differently um, than uh, than than other things. Other things you learn in tradition, and you're you kind of you're stuck with spells from that tradition. Yeah. Well, the well the wizard basically is create he has a book and he's creating what they call well it's a tome really right a grimoire a grimoire yeah yep and so what happens is when you acquire a grimoire um you write three spells that you could cast based on your power rank but based on your power level into that grimoire and they can be from any tradition any tradition at all right and so and as long as you have your grimoire with you, if you're holding it, then you can cast a spell from that grimoire by expending the casting of a spell that you have learned of the same or higher rank. So that kind of meets the mechanic of, well, you can only cast spells um, from traditions that you have currently learned, right? Well, if you right. have your grimoire, even if you have spells written in there that you that are not in traditions that you know, um, you can just expend a casting of one of the spells you do know to cast one from your book. So it... it it, it opens you up to being able to cast spells that you don't, you haven't actually uh, attached the tradition to you for. Yeah, yeah, and uh, what what's, I mean, it also allows you when you when you take on the wizard expert path, you are also learning either a new tradition or another spell, right? So you're still building up your own personal spell kind of bank that you use all the time mm-hmm. but you have in addition this grimoire that you're able to then use any of the spells which is kind of cool because you may say like look i really like these three but that one spell you know that hateful defecation that i really want to use sure that's the one that everybody goes back to right yeah so <laughs> you know that one that i really want to use but i just don't want to take on that whole tradition for it this that's what make it, it is what a wizard is all about basically you know and that's you, a good point that's a good point i forgot that to to state that that yeah you still learn a spell from a tradition you know or you can discover another tradition when you first take wizard so not only do you get that but you also get the grimoire which you put three spells from any tradition in so you're really yeah. boosting your ability to cast spells from all over the place and um Interestingly, uh, there, there's a there's a couple things about it. Like, for example, you still, if I, if I wanted that hateful defecation, for example, um, I would still gain the corruption from learning that f- forbidden spell. Mm-hmm. Like just the act of yep. writing it down in the grimoire, I, I you know I'm still bound yep. by that rule as well. So if you're looking to use the wizard to kind of skirt those rules to like be like, I want to be a bad boy without being bad. Well, sorry. <laughs> there, there, no shortcuts. There are no, no shortcuts, shortcuts to hell. Exactly. Um, the other, th- the other cool thing though is that um, you can create additional grimoires if you want. You're not so limited I, to one. Yeah. So I had a question for you about this one. Mm-hmm. So let me read the text, and we can okay. talk about it. Yep. It says you can create, and this is still under the level three wizard. You can create additional grimoires to hold more spells. Or, of course, to replace a grimoire if you've lost, if you lose it in the story for some reason. To create a grimoire, you must spend 48 hours creating a book using exotic materials worth five gold crowns. Right. 
When you complete your work, you can inscribe any three spells of a rank you can cast inside the book. Right. So here's here's my question. Okay. It kind of seems like once you hit level three, you could just go off on a holiday and create like four or five grimoires and just start and, and all of a sudden have, you know, 12 to 15 spells that you can cast at your disposal now granted your you're limited obviously like well, like we said before you're limited by the castings of the spells that you already have so you can't just right. choose like uh eight level four spells and be like i'm gonna cast all of these you're really only gonna be able to cast it once or twice you right know? and that and that's the i think that's the key and as i was saying and i was kind of coming to the realization there creating those grimoires opens the ability to use that spell up to you but you still remember the way you cast spells from your grimoire is you expend a casting of the spell that you already have. Right. So you right. can't just lay 15 grimoires out on the table and start throwing spells like crazy. If you only have a power level two, you know, you only have a certain number of castings at that rank that every day or not every day, every rest. Right. And so you're only, you're, you're not going to be able to cast an infinite number of spells because it's going to, every time you cast one, it consumes one of your, aka slots uh for that yeah this is this is where it's almost kind of like a spell slot right rather than like you Mm -hmm. know you know your castings per spell it's almost kind of like a spell slot because you're using a spell in the slot of one of the other uses that you would have used it and also it's important to note that you've got to create the thing on exotic materials worth five gold crowns like I don't know about you, but I, there's no way I gave you five gold crowns at level three. Not at level three. Um, I would say this is the kind of thing that once you get higher in level, uh, you're going to breach a threshold to where you have that kind of money, and you can you can basically just start make popping grimoires out like crazy. Which is about right. I mean, if you think about it, level five or six, like you've upped your uh, usually you've upped your power a couple of times, mm-hmm. especially if you took magician before. Yeah. Right and things like that, and so your your power is a little bit higher, and so you may be able to say like, look, I've got one grimoire for like level, you know, zero through two spells, and now I'm going to create another grimoire for level like three, four, five. Yeah, you know, and uh, put the put those down there. So this is really cool. If you if you, once you get, assuming that you can get established <laughs> in the game with your character depending on how you, your gym's running, <laughs> running the system. Yeah. Um, you, If you have the resources and the time, you could almost take the entire chapter of magic in the core rulebook and say, I can cast anything in this chapter. That's pretty hardcore. I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, look not at really, it as like a big, the, the grim- a big amount of it. Yeah. yeah. The, the Grimoire to me is like a Swiss army knife. Yep. Right, you you can be like, hey, I I really need this blade here. I really need the toothpick, or the spork, you know, like or the serrated one that's gonna hurt real bad on the way out. <laughs> the serrated spork. <laughs> yep. <laughs> serrated spork. So you, yeah, you know, you, you're like, I I can use all of these tools, but still, like, it costs one action to use the Swiss Army knife, right? right. Or or, or yep. in this instance, it costs one spell casting. And, yeah. you know, so you have at access all of these cool different tools, which, you know, makes you much different than a sorcerer or, you know, you're just run of the mill magician. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's kind of so, cool. Yeah. So what happens when you get to level six or above? Because I was all just level three. 
Yeah. Yeah, the grimoire's big. I mean that's that yeah. really defines to me the path. I and agree. when you get to when you get to level six, again, you're choosing another tradition and you're learning an you know, uh, an or learning other spells. Right. So Which again, really are just giving you more castings a day. Yeah. I mean, yes, but it's you're also learning higher level spells too. Right. That's I mean true. that's that's really what you're getting at. Like level six that's you're trying true. to learn like level three or four level spells. So Right. Um All right. So but the big thing is that your spell expertise so what it says is you increase by one the number of castings for all rank zero and rank one spells you have learned. So um, I need to pull up the magic table real quick, but um, oh, to see how many you get. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because you get a, you get a certain amount, um, and basically it's saying that whatever that amount is, you get an extra one, an extra one you can cast per spell. It's not just right. an extra one per day, it's per spell. Yeah, let's pull it up real quick so we can see it. Um, okay, here we go. Here we go. So, for example, when you have power, let's say that you have power uh, one. Yeah. Power level one, which is, that's actually when you take your novice path. You can cast yeah. rank zero spells twice, all rank zero spells you have. And remember, this is all rank zero spells you have. You can cast twice a day. And rank ones you can cast once a day. So when you take wizard, you're going to at least have a power level two. Well, maybe it, if you had taken a, a a casting path as your novice, you're going to have at least power level one. And then when you take wizard at level three, you're going to have uh, at least a power level two. Yeah. So if your power level is two, you can cast rank zero spells three. All of your rank zero spells you can cast three times a day, and all of your rank ones two times and i'll be ranked two one okay so let's let's tease this out a little bit um so i'm looking yeah. at magician you get power level one at level one mm -hmm. you get another power at level five so you're power level two at level five so then if we go down to wizard i'm pulling it at, up here yeah at level three wizard you get a power level one so there's three so there's three and um, so you're at level three when you get to level six. Okay, so let's look at it that way. So if you are power three when you become a wizard, mm -hmm. or no, when you when you're at level uh, uh level six. Once you hit five, well six, but once you hit five is when you get that additional power, right? Okay, yeah, right. Yeah, so three, at level five you're gonna have three power. And this is this is obviously this is just going base mechanics. There can be other reasons you have more power or less power. Right, I think your character, like, we ended up giving him an amulet, right, that gave him yeah. a plus one power? Yeah, yeah. That costs something, though. Don't forget that. Your soul? <laughs> At least, yeah, a little bit of it. A little bit of it, for sure. And a village. <laughs> it did cost a village, remember? Yeah, those poor brownies. Yep. Well, and who knows what happened to the, uh, the town that was outside. Anyways, we're diverging. All right, so, what did we say? Power level three? Okay, so... Rank zero, you could cast four times a day. Rank one, two times a day. Rank two, one time a day. Rank three, one time a day. So you're going to be able to cast a ton of stuff. So when you get to level six, your zeros and ones go up. So um, what was uh, what was level zero again? At, um, at, at rank, uh, power rank no number three. Power rank three, level zero is four. Times. So you'll be able to do it five times a day. And, and think about 
Yeah. And think about this. If you had taken, if you had started with um, Magician, remember we talked <laughs> about how you could have, at, at, at level one, you could have eight spell eight, all levels. Eight level zero, zero spells. spells. <laughs> yeah. Hey, let's see. Let's do some small math. Eight times four each a day, right? So yeah. what is eight times four? 32. 32. 32 castings of rank zero spells. For the record, Jason's an engineer, and math is like his everyday job. But I Just throwing that out there. I can't do small math. <laughs> I don't know what the deal is. I can't do small math. Anyways. I mean, that's crazy, man. You, you just you could cast anything for any situation. Granted, what we're talking about in this scenario are rank zero spells. So it's not like you're you're not you know smashing. They usually smashing add the they up, usually but. add a boon or add a bane yeah. to the enemy or you know. So I mean, but look, every little bit helps. Sometimes uh, we had yeah. uh, we had our buddy rolling the shaman, and it was all it was was like adding boons and banes most of the time. Um, but mm-hmm. there's other there's other players like uh, um, thieves or uh, sorry rogues or um, fighters for example that if they roll with a boon they get extra damage or they yeah, have the really, opportunity to take another turn or so it really stacks yeah so especially like for example they may get into a situation where they normally are rolling in with like three boons but for whatever reason they've got a bunch of banes on them that maybe they're you know. Uh, impaired and they're trying to shoot from the hip and they're doing something crazy and they're like net zero but you just gave them an extra boon boom that'll give them another turn that'll give them the backstab damage that'll give them extra 1d6 damage you know those types of things really help absolutely man um and if you think well man rank zero spells just aren't worth anything so that doesn't really matter well it's still rank one spells is twice a day, so you're still getting sixteen castings of yeah. that. Yeah, and, and some then of those remember, are legit. yeah, oh yeah, level rank one spells become start getting legit. I mean, adding an additional one d six damage, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's big stuff. And don't remember what you just described the spell expertise when you hit level six, it increases the. It's not just rank zero, but also rank one spells. You get an additional casting. So that just that just so at power up. level three. What's the normal castings per day? The normal castings per day at power level three for a rank one spell is two. So you would get three. Three. So if you know eight nine, well, let's say you know maybe like four. Yeah. That's twelve rank one spells. In between every rest. I mean, you might as well just be casting rank ones every every action you have. You're yeah. not gonna you know, in between rests. Which something for like life spell, like life life spell for example, and and don't quote me, but I, I need to go look it up. But I'm pretty sure that the level zero rank for like a life spell is like half of your healing rate. Which at you know lower levels that's great. I'll take the one extra yeah. damage off my total. But you know you get to level one spell, and I believe it's a full healing rate at that point for one creature. Mm-hmm. You know so. I mean, you could cast that three times a day. That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, and we're really just trying to we're trying to, to just talk about the theme here behind, um, you know, the wizard, the magician wizard combo. Um, in reality, you're not going to just want to go into a battle all day and just cast level one, rank one, and rank zero spells. You're also right. going to bring your heavy hitters out. The, the point here is that you have a toolbox, a really big toolbox of spells at your disposal. Yep. Yep. 
Um, so one of the interesting things is once you hit level nine, so this is when you become like a master wizard, right? Again, your, well, your power goes up, um, and you also discover either a new tradition or another spell, right? Um, but you also master the art of casting spells. So this is kind of an interesting mechanic right here, right? So what it says is, uh, you, you express, um, you express this uh, mastery with six spell points. And mm -hmm. when you uh, cast a spell, you spend a number of spell points equal to the rank uh, to cast a spell without expending a casting. So um, what's kind of interesting is that it's basically a carte blanche of uh, spells. So, for example, I may say, crap, I used up all of my rank two spells or rank, let's say rank three I used up all my rank three spells. I need to cast it again. When you're at level nine, you have six spell points that you can use and you're like, you know what? I got six spell points. I'm going to cast a level three spell. Boom. That takes three out of my six point pool that I have. And in theory, I could cast another uh, level three without expending or, you know, uh, a casting or with being, with, with having expended all of your castings of that spell. You can, you know, it's basically just a pool that you can generate from. Yeah. Now, the rules jerk in me, and you know I have a problem with this, Justin, in terms of interpreting text. But okay, okay. would say that um, the right thing to do would be to always use your spell points first. And the reason I say that is because it says in there, right, you can either use them to uh, cast it uh, without expending a casting or to cast a spell for which you have no castings remaining. Okay. So this is tr this is treating the actual the actual casting casting in terms of a noun, casting of a spell. Okay, you can right. expend a casting of a spell. Okay, only if you have castings remaining. If you don't have any castings remaining, you can't expend a casting of that spell because you don't have them remaining. So this this these six spell points allow you to get around that. However. In order to cast spells from your grimoire, you can only you can cast them by expending a casting of a spell you have learned. If you don't have any castings left to expend, you won't be able to to, to cast something from your right. your grimoire. Yeah, so definitely use your spell points first to save your castings noun castings so that you can use later. Interesting. I don't think I would have ever interpreted it that way. And that's my problem. I interpret things too deeply. <laughs> but the problem, but the problem is, is that you know, there's always going to be that. I always look at things this deeply because you know we GM things, and you have to look in this deeply to be to anticipate having an answer for that one person that's going to come to the table and and really try, try to, to say try it to that find way. the loophole. So and and these guys, uh, you know, uh, Rob Schwab and the people who've gone through this, they they've thought through this stuff. They have their experience, right? This this wasn't their first rodeo. They they knew what they were saying when they put this text together. Yeah, absolutely. Um, especially this core rulebook. I, I mean, I think that this is such a great work. Uh, there's a lot of different cool paths that you can use. If, like, you know, if, if you don't have the dough to shell out for like the Demon Lord's Companion or some of the Paths of Power books that are out there, just get the core rulebook. There's so much good stuff to play with in there. Like, you don't need everything to get started, 
right? This is really yep. the, just the core book. It's got so much to go in there. And, uh, you know, I was thinking earlier that you're like, you know, if you if you get up to that high enough level when you can use it. And I was just thinking like, well, if I have Bob, my wizard, uh, you know, and he dies, maybe Schlob will come up, and he's also a level <laughs> six wizard. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. <laughs> if I really want to, you know, play that play that higher level wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, maybe I mean, be smart about it. Maybe he, uh, maybe Schlob was uh, studied at the uh, university with Bob. That's right. It's the and, Ob uh, University. Yeah, the Ob University. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well check it out guys if you guys have played with wizards if you've played with magicians uh we'd love to hear from you we'd love to hear what your kind of experiences are i personally have not even gm'd a game where we had a wizard in it so i'd be curious to see how the spell slinging would happen yeah me too i think i'm gonna make a wizard for my next game that i play yeah it'd be cool yeah be so you gotta cool. hurry up and kill off my character so i can make a wizard <laughs> so let it be written so let it be so done. let it be written here it comes <laughs> <laughs> awesome well thank you everybody for listening that's the episode that we got tonight uh we were talk- going to talk about the destruction path uh or sorry the destruction tradition but um we just decided you know we'll magicians and wizards we- yeah we'll save it for another day so thank you guys so much for uh listening tonight and um go have plenty of magic dreams all right see ya <laughs>